Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. morning and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epri Curry, and this morning we are going to be talking from the topic of ready to transition. Um, when we think about transitioning, we can think about the process of or period of going from one place to another. We can think about um, changing and moving and um, just going from where you were um, to to your future. And so when we think about transitioning, sometimes that can be something that is a little scary because we're actually um, doing things and going places that we've never been before. And sometimes it takes us outside of our comfort zone. And that in and of itself can cause us to um, become a little shaken. And so today we're going to talk about transition and um, things we can look forward to and things that we may expect as we are transitioning. Um, Sometimes people think that when you're in transition, everything is going to be smooth sailing. And if it's not, then we begin to question if we um, heard right or if we should be going into this new thing or if we should be starting something different or even if we're qualified to go where it is that we're going. Sometimes transition doesn't require us to physically move, but it causes us to mentally change our mind, to move mentally, to develop our mind and go into a place or a space that we've never been in our previous years. So this morning we are going to be talking from Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. Again, that's Luke chapter 8 verses 22 through 25, and again, we're talking from the topic of ready to transition. Transition is also something that um, a lot of times we believe and we want to be ready to transition, and because we're uh, tired of where we are, we're bored where we are, or things aren't going the way that we want them to go uh, where we are. And so we say that we want to transition. We say that we want to move. We want something different. We say that we're ready uh, for this next thing. However, as time progresses and as time moves forward and that thing comes, because we weren't prepared and because we hadn't prepared while we were in the previous season when the transition comes, we begin to um, 
want to quit. We want to give up on the change or the move that was made. And so when we are in each and every season of our life is a season of preparation for us to prepare for what's next. We don't always know what's next, but as long as we are staying in alignment with the Holy Spirit and allowing him to lead us and allowing us uh, and allowing ourselves to learn from the mistakes that we make when we go through the process of learning, allowing ourselves to be led in humility, then when we do transition, it will be easier for us to function in the new place that we're in. So again, let's look at Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. And 22 says, now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples. And he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. And so when we are ready to transition, we can see in verse 22, um, and when it says, that he went into a ship is talking about Jesus in that passage of scripture. But we can see from today's passage that it was Jesus that initiated the move. It was Jesus that initiated the change. He said, let us go over to the other side. And so when we're ready to transition, we have to, number one, make the decision to go. He said, uh, let us go over to the other side. So they were going from one place to another. And sometimes the Lord is leading us to transition. The Lord is leading us from a place to go into a new place, but because we're scared or because uh, we don't have all the answers or because we are doubting our qualifications, then we are hesitant to go. But listen, he said, let us go to the other side. And so he was not just sending them alone, but he was going with them. And so that's one of the things that we have to understand. The word of God says that I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so as the Lord is leading us, as he is sending us off into other places, as he is causing us to transform in our thinking, as he is causing us to do different works for him, as he is causing us to go into different places in our workplace, in our community, even um, causing us to move to different cities or states, when the Lord is leading you, when he is the one that is initiating your move and your transition we just have to be obedient to go. Uh, we may not have all the answers. We may not know what's going to happen when we get there. But what we do know is that the Lord is the one that's leading us and he is with us. And so as long as we are obedient to what he is saying and allowing him to lead us and not talking ourselves out of situations, I mean, not talking ourselves out of things that the Lord is leading us to, because that will leave us in situations that will be all bad. And so when the Lord is leading you to go, when he is leading you to move, when he is leading you to go to another place to do um, another thing, to do the same thing in another, in another place, when the Lord is leading you, we have to make that decision to go. Um, that decision has to be in your heart because if it's not in your heart, you can go to the other place and physically be there and mentally be in the old place. And so we have to get to the place to where we are allowing our hearts to be transformed and subjected to the Holy Spirit, because as our hearts are subjected, then our spirit and body will follow. Um, a lot of times we are in a particular place. We are in the place that the Lord has us in, but because we're so focused on the things that's going on around us, because our hearts aren't really in it, 
because our hearts aren't really softened, we can't receive the full capacity of what the Lord has for us in this new place. And so we have to get to the place to where we are allowing our total hearts to be submissive to him, that when we go and when we allow him to move us and transform us, that we are totally submissive. Because if we're not, again, we'll be in the correct place, but we won't have the correct mindset. We won't have the correct heart. And what we are there for could uh, just all just flop because we aren't totally there. And so as the Lord is leading you, remember, who it is that's leading you because he initiated the transition. The Lord knows when it's time for us to go to a particular place, and he also knows that He that we can't do it without him. He is with us everywhere that we go. So where he is leading us, he is with us. Where he is sending us, he is with us. He has equipped us. And so we have to make sure that we are ready for that transition, make sure that we are just available when the Lord is calling us to go to a particular place, when he's calling us to do a particular task, when he's calling us to change our mindset, we have to be prepared because, listen, if we don't make the decision to do what the Lord has called for us to do, it will ultimately cause us to go into a downward spiral. And so we want to make sure that when it's time to transition, that we make that decision, that we decide in our hearts that we want to be submissive to the Lord, because recognizing that we are not here for ourselves, but that we are here for him and to do his work will cause us to want to do everything that he is asking us to do. It will cause us to want to go everywhere that he is leading us to go. And so again, Let's make sure that when we are ready to transition, that we make that decision to go. And I love the fact that Jesus was the one that initiated the transition. He was the one that initiated the move. He was the one that initiated the change. And oftentimes he's initiating changes and initiating movements in our lives, but we aren't submitting to what he is initiating. We are resistant. We are pushing back. We are steady holding on to what we are comfortable with. And and what we are used to, we're uh, worried about what other people are going to say if we make this move, if we make this change, but we have to remember that we are here for him. We are not here for ourselves. We are not here for other people. So we have to let go of the old thing that he is releasing, that he is moving us from. We have to let go of the way that we always done things before. We have to let go of our past in order to embrace our future. Sometimes we're holding on to what's good and missing out on what's great because good seems more comfortable. Good seems more stable. We can understand good, but when it comes comes to great and thinking about the supernatural things that can happen. We don't understand that and we don't embrace it. We don't believe it, but we have to get to the fact and embrace who number one, we are being led by. And then number two, who, who's leading us? He is leading us to do this. It is not ourselves that are, that's making this stuff up. And so we have to get to the place to where we are making that decision to go. We have to go to the other side. We have to allow him to lead us in everything that we do. When he is leading us, it's time for us to begin to submit our hearts to do the work that he has called for us to do. And so we have to make sure that we are ready for that transition. And we're ready when we are open and receptive to following him in everything that he says. And so look, let's look at 23. It says, but as they sailed, he fell asleep. 
and there came a there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And so when we're ready to transition, we have to make that decision to go to the other side. But then we also have to know that there's a possibility for a storm. Oftentimes when we are in transition or when we are going from one place to another, one season to another, um, one opportunity or assignment to another, if a storm comes up or if something comes up that we think um, we can't handle or we think that's causing us to be in danger, we begin to question the transition. We begin to question if we heard the Lord correctly. We begin to question um, if we should go back. To what we were used to, if we should go back and do, um, go back to where we were because there weren't any storms back then. And so we have to recognize that just because the Lord is leading us doesn't mean that there's not going to be any issues that comes up. Obedience doesn't negate issues. But the point here is we have to recognize and realize who sent us. And again, because he sent us, he is leading us. And we have to remember who's with us. He is in us. And so as we begin to go through life and the storms that come up, our faith has to be in the Lord. Our faith cannot be in ourselves. Our faith cannot be in our finances. Our faith cannot be in our jobs. Our faith cannot be in our spouse. Our faith cannot be in our children. Our faith cannot be in our reputation. Our faith cannot be in our homes and our vehicles and our friends. It cannot be in our community. Our faith has to be in him. It cannot be in the government. Our faith has to be in him. Because if our faith is not in him, it will be wavering and we'll be depending on those tangible things to um, get us through certain situations and those tangible things go away after a while. And so we have to make sure that even though he may not act when we want him and how we want him to, we have to know that he is there. He sent us. He called us. And so that's why it's very important for us to know that we heard his voice because if we don't know that we heard his voice and we begin to move and we begin to transition and we begin to do what we believe that he heard us do, and when things begin to come up, we'll begin to waver and want to go backwards. It's important to know that you heard his voice because in the midst of those trials and tribulations that come up in our life, we'll we'll know that he's with us. We'll know that he did not set us up to fail. Even though the storm may feel like um, you are going to die, it sometimes may even make you want to feel like you want to give up. We have to push through those things and ask the Lord to help us through it. We have to push through those things and remember that he is the one that sent us. We have to remember that he will not set us up to fail because, listen, again, everything that we do is for his glory. We are here on this earth for him. We are here to do his work. And so we have to remember that there is a possibility for storms when we are transitioning, when we are doing the work of the Lord, when we are uh, in here in this earth and we are living our lives. There are possibilities for storms. Uh, John sixteen thirty three says, again, in this world, we will have trouble. And so we can't think that just because we are Christians or just because we're doing what the Lord called us to do, that there will not be trouble. Jesus had trouble here up until the cross, and they're still talking about him, bashing him, um, just doubting him, and all of this stuff is still going on with him. And we are not greater than him, so we cannot expect that certain things will not happen to us. 
So again, don't think that because you are going through issues that he is not with you. Where is your faith when we begin to go through things? Sometimes we are um, all Jesus, Jesus, Jesus when things are going good and when uh, things are positive and we have what we need. But as soon as a storm comes up and as soon as situations come up where it seems like we are not getting what we want and getting what we want when we need it or getting what we need or um, as soon as anything that is resistant to what we are trying to do comes up, we want to give up and throw in the towel. We want to uh, not totally depend on him. We want to um, begin to question and doubt him. Our actions show us. Our actions tell us. I'm not even talking about other people now. Your actions will tell you where your face is. My actions will tell me where my faith is. So in those moments where it feels like I want to give up, in those moments when I begin to question and doubt, that will show me where my faith is. And so we have to get to the point to as we are going through this life and as we are transitioning and those storms come, we have to remember that the Lord is still with us. He did not jump off the boat when the storm came. He was there, but he was asleep. He was resting, and so he uh, just because he was there and he was resting did not mean that he did not have their best interest at heart. And sometimes we are going through the storms and the storms of life, and it seems like the Lord is silent, but He is always with us. The Lord said that He will never leave us nor forsake us, but we have to begin to trust that. Because as he is transitioning us, as he is moving us, um, greater things are going to come um, for us to do. However, are we going to be able to deal with the greater storms that may come also? Are we going to be able to stop looking at what the bank account says or stop looking at what our spouse said or stop looking at what our friend said and stop looking at what people are saying about us on Facebook or uh, Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat? Are we going to be able to stop focusing on those things, those temporal minute things, and are we going to be able to focus on him and what he says? And so we have to get to the point to, uh, where we recognize that storms will come. They're going to come. But how we operate in those storms, how we, how we show ourselves, how we trust, who our faith is in, in those storms is going to be what takes us to the other side. Notice in 24, it says, and they came to him and awoke him saying, master, master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and there was a calm. And so again, we also have to know that storms don't mean death. Notice that even though he was asleep, he was still with them. They were still going to the other side. They didn't turn around when the storm came. They were still going. They were going through the storm, even though the storm was there. They may have had some fear, and they may have begun to feel like um, everything was going to stop, and they were getting ready to die. And sometimes storms do make us feel like we are going to die, but storms don't mean death. Just because we're in trouble and just because it may feel like um, everything is all bad. And sometimes it feels worse than what it really is because of who and what our faith is in. Sometimes things aren't even as bad as we think they are, but because our faith is in temporal things, because our faith is in, um, because we're focusing on the situation and we're not focusing on the one that can get us out the situation, it may seem worse than what it really is, but we have to recognize that storms don't mean death. We're going to go through some things, and it may feel like those things are going to take us out, but they're not. But listen to this. He is in control. He was in control while he was asleep, and he was in control while he was woke. 
And so he began, when he got up, he spoke to the storm. Sometimes we're speaking, we're not speaking to our situations, but we're speaking to everyone else that's around us. We're not calling on the one that can assist us and help us get through the storm. We're calling and depending on those people around us that can't help us. We want people to help us get through the temporary part. And so let me give you an example. Um, Say we have financial issues, and so we want to call and ask people if they can help us or if we can borrow a certain amount of money to get us out of this bind, but what are you going to do with yourself to help you not get in that bind again? Are you going to allow the Lord to work in you to help you come up with a permanent solution to the issue rather than just putting a Band-Aid over uh, the wound? We have to get to the place to where we are willing to dig deeper and allow the Lord to transform us to get to the root of our issues. We have to begin to speak to those issues that's in our life that need, we have to begin to speak the word to those issues that's in our life that we need to change because sometimes it's not what, um, it's not just the things that's going on around us. It's not the enemy that's bothering us. Sometimes it's our habits. Our habits are bringing us into these storms. Our habits are bringing us into situations, and those situations make it seem like we can't get out. We can't get out because we're continually relying on ourselves instead of relying on the one that can assist us. And so when it feels like you can't get out of a particular storm and it feels like you can't get out of a particular situation, you have to ask yourself, how am I trying to get out? Am I trying to do this on my own, or am I relying on the Lord to get me out of this situation? Am I allowing the Lord to transition me out of this situation or am I trying to do it myself? The storm scared them, but the storm didn't stop them. It didn't stop them because of the one that they had with them. And so as long as you rely and depend on Christ, as long as you are depending on him to do the work, the storm may scare you, but it won't stop you. And so you have to get to the place and I have to get to the place to where I and you, we are allowing the Lord to come in into our hearts and dig deep in those areas that we have come so accustomed to that we don't want to let go of, and we have to release those things to him and allow him to transition our hearts so that we can fulfill the purpose that he has for us to fulfill. And so when those storms come up, we have to recognize, number one, is this storm from God? Am I causing this storm or is this storm from the enemy? Everything is not from the enemy. Some things we're just going to go through because we're in this world. Other things we're going to go through because of some uh, our flesh and the situations that we put ourselves in. And then sometimes the Lord is putting us through different things to test us to show us where we are. But we have to get to the point and to the place to where we are truly, totally, 100% relying on him to get us through, relying on him to totally transform us. And so we can't just rely on him when it feels convenient and comfortable for us. But will we allow him to come deep down in our hearts and take those um, those bad habits, take those patterns of destruction that we have and that we're continually weaving around our hearts? Will we allow him to come into our hearts and take them? We know that he can take them, but are we willing to release those things? Are we willing to release those things? that are continually um, placing us in storms in our lives. And so we have to get to the point and to the place to where we are truly surrendering and submitting to him. We have to get to the place to where we stop looking at what everyone else is doing and what everyone else is going through, and we have to begin to look at ourselves and look at our own hearts. 
So will we allow the Lord to come into our heart to take those things and will we release those things to him? Will we truly give them to him and allow him to take us through that transformation process? Allow him to transform our hearts. Allow him to change our hearts um, from prideful to humble. Allow him to transform us so that we can really go to the other side and do the work that he has called for us to do. The Lord is coming into his people's hearts, and he wants to take away all those things that we are holding on to, those things that we are holding on to that's hindering us from moving forward, that's causing us to stay where we are, that's causing us not to see him the way that he is, that's causing us not to see ourselves the way that he sees us. And he wants to take those things, and he wants to mend all those those wounds, and he wants to restore us back to wholeness so that we can truly do his work. But we have to release those things. We cannot keep holding on to them. We cannot keep holding on to the past. We cannot keep holding on to the hurt and the pain. We cannot keep holding on to the the people that weren't there. And we can't keep holding on to what someone did to us. We have to let those things go to him so that we can transition. And so that it can stop causing us to go into these repetitive cycles that we keep going through. We have to do it because if we don't release it, it's going to continually stay there. It's going to continually stay there and then we'll think, we'll think that it's in us, that it's never going to go anywhere. We're always going to be like that, but we're not. If we release it to him, if we begin to release it to him and how we release it to him, We say in prayer, we go before him and we let him know, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm holding on to. I'm giving it to you. And so when those thoughts in your mind come up or those feelings that come up about a particular person or a particular situation that happened to you, when those things come up, we have to replace those thoughts with his thoughts. So ask yourself, what does the Lord say about me? Ask yourself that. What does the word of God say about me? And begin to say that to yourself. Every time a negative thought come up, begin to replace the negative with the positive. Begin to act in a way. So if someone did something to you and if you are able to, because you are able to forgive someone and still um, not be able to, um, or still you don't have to be in a close relationship with them. But if you are able to, not necessarily a close relationship, but if you are able to, if you see a person that hurt you or the person that did something to you, begin to press past those feelings and just say a high. Before you even get to the high, pray for that person. If you can get past, begin to pray for that person, that God, that they see themselves the way that God sees them, that they will love themselves, that they will um, live to fulfill the purpose that God has for them because God has a purpose for them too. Begin to pray for them. And then after we pray for them, then maybe it will lead to something different. But we have to begin to replace those deep things that we are holding in our hearts that's causing us to do some of the things that we do. We have to begin to replace that. And if we don't replace it, it's going to, if we don't release it and replace it, we'll release it one day and then it'll be back because we're not replacing it with something that can uh, remove it forever. And so we have to get to that place to where we recognize that we aren't putting ourselves in storms. And it usually starts from things that is in the heart. The things that are in the heart are the things that usually come out of us. So no matter what we try to suppress, no matter what we try to hide, no matter uh, what we are holding on to, it will eventually come out in our actions. 
And so we have to know that if we don't release those things to the Lord, if we don't let them, if we don't truly let them go, I'm not saying that we're just going to say that we're letting them go, but if we don't truly let them go, it's going to continue to cause us to live in these storms that we are causing on our own because we aren't letting it go. We aren't giving it to him. And so know that storms don't mean death, but we have, we, have a, we have an opportunity and we have an ability to give them to him. So we have to stop holding on to things in our lives that may cause us to go through certain storms. Again, every, every storm that we go through is not from us. Like I said, we can um, go through something. The Lord can send us through something. We can go through something because of our own habits, and then the enemy will try to do certain things to distract us and take us off, off of our elements. But we have to make sure that we are excluding ourselves from different situations that we are going through. Because everything is not the enemy. Some of the stuff is us, and we need to get ourselves together so that we can transition and so that we can move forward in our lives and fulfilling our role and purpose here. And so let's look at 25. It says, and he said unto them, where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, what manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and the water, and they obey him. And so when we are ready to transition, we have to, number one, decide to go to the other side. We have to know there's a possibility for a storm. We have to know that storms don't mean death. But then we also have to understand who's in control. We have to have faith in the one who sent us and not ourselves. We can't have faith in ourselves. We can't have faith in other people. We have to have faith in the one who is sending us, who is moving us, who is transitioning us. We should not allow our circumstances to control our faith. Again, I said in John 16:33 it says, "In this world we will have trouble." But Jesus said, "Take heart, I have overcome the world." And so we have to make sure that we understand who's in control. Again, he initiated the transition. He initiated the move. He initiated the change. And so a storm came even after the Lord initiated it. So don't think that just because you are going through a storm that it is um, that you're not supposed to be transitioning or moving or changing. When the Lord is leading you, He is leading you. So again, I say this morning: allow the Lord to lead you. Ask Him to search your heart. Read Psalm 139, 23 through 24, and allow the Lord to search you so that you can make sure that it's not anything that you are doing that's causing you to go through the storm. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for your word that you sent forth, O oh God, and we just ask, Lord, that you continue to be with us, Lord. Search our hearts, Lord, and show us our anxious thoughts, Lord. Try us and see if there is any offensive way in us. Then lead us in a way that is everlasting, O oh God. We are asking you for wisdom this morning, Lord. Forgive us for holding on to those things, Lord that has caused us, Lord, to continually go through repetitive cycles of storms in our lives, Lord. Forgive us, O oh God, that we have not put our total, our, all of our faith in you, Lord. Forgive us for putting our faith in those things that have hindered us, O oh God. Father, we need you, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.